Hopefully we can grab William Haggis. We're just putting a call through now. I want to find out about this royal horse. Desert Hero is his name. He's by Sea the Stars from a Dabawi mare called Desert Breeze. What you see looks very good. Only very likely race. Four-year-old by our time. Three-year-old Northern Hemisphere time. He's a chestnut, Desert Hero. Seven starts, four wins and two placings. And a couple of his wins earlier this year were very good. One of them at Royal Ascot in June. Very big field. Uh, I'll replay the closing stages of that race in a moment. And then he went to Goodwood, small field, just uh, five rivals, but he came up along the inside from well back or from back in the field. And then last start, he faced the elite mid-September. He ran third to a horse called Continuous and Arrest at Doncaster. That was over the 2,900. The Royal Ascot win was 2,400. And, of course, the Goodwood win subsequently was 2,400. So he looks very talented, um, Desert Hero. I wonder if to buy honour. Uh, could return with Desert Hero if they decide to make the trip. We saw him this year take out the the Queen Elizabeth Stakes to buy honour, defeating Mwanga. And, of course, prior to that, he won the Ranvet, defeating Montefilia over 2,000 metres. And I was just looking at a Dave's form this morning. It was quite remarkable uh, what he was able to achieve for William and the team during the Sydney order, back-to-back Sydney autumn. So we first saw him here, to, saw him here in 2020, a Dave when he took out the Ranvet, defeating Very Elegant, and then winning the Queen Elizabeth on a heavy eight, uh, defeating Very Elegant. So that's 2020, and then he reappeared 21, uh, when he finished a very brave second in the Ranvet to Very Elegant, and then defeated Very Elegant in the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. And he only had really 22 starts, 12 wins, and six placings by Pivotal, a Dave. And, of course, Dubai Honour is by Pride of Dubai. But William Haggis is with us. And I'll, just before William joins us, let's have a listen to this horse, Desert Hero, winning at uh, Royal Ascot. And Desert Hero coming through in the Royal Colours. They race up towards the line. Desert Hero squeezing through between Valiant King and Bertinelli. It's going to be close, Desert Hero. Desert Hero for the King on the near side of Valiant King. Then in third. And they cut to a shot where they showed King Charles and Queen uh, Camilla standing, to, you know, got on their, their feet and were cheering that horse. Very animated post-race after this horse won. What a thrill for them following the Queen's passing to see those colours win again at Royal Ascot Desert Hero. But William Haggis is joining us now. Good evening to you, William. Good evening from England, Steve. How do you rate this horse with some of the others we've seen in Australia? Desert Hero. There was some talk about a Melbourne Cup. Well, he stays well, probably stays better than a Dave and Dubai honour. Um, you know, he will get, um, uh, he got Marlin six well um, at Doncaster, and I think he'll stay two miles in time. Um, so, yeah, he's a nice horse, but he stays better than the other two. You thought about the Melbourne Cup this year? Yeah, it was considered. Uh, we had to leave all options open. I, I was a little bit against it because he's so young. And I, and I feel it suits horses who um, are a bit older. Um, so, you know, I think um, I think uh, certainly it was the right decision not to run this year. Do you regard that Royal Ascot win as his best so far, given, you know, he had the thread the needle in the straight and he was so far back? He's just got such a will to win, hasn't he? He'll find the line, this horse. Yeah, he has, but they went very hard in that race and the, the pace collapsed, uh, turning for home. And I think the first four home all came from a long way back and he was one of them, thankfully, with his head in front. I what? thought his best performance...
was probably in the St. Ledger uh, when he was third to continuous. Um, but he, ran, he won a Group 3 race after Royal Ascot at Goodwood on heavy ground and showed uh, great battling qualities there. And the horse he beat, he beat uh, by further in the St. Ledger. So I think that was probably his best run, his last run, which is good. You mentioned soft ground. Normally it's wet around that time of year in Sydney, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he he um, he seems to go, it was fast ground at Ascot and it was soft ground at Doncaster, so, at uh, Goodwood, sorry. So he seems to go on any ground which is going to uh, stand him in good stead in the future. You've got a couple of decisions to make very shortly about a Sydney autumn trip. <laughs> Tell me about this horse and what you're thinking. Well, if 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 he comes, he'll be aimed at the Tancred. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're sort of looking at it. I'm going away for a bit. Um, you know, I'm going away for a, a, a break. And um, I'll make a decision when we come back. We'll discuss it with the King's racing manager and the King himself. And they can decide whether they want to come or wait for Royal Ascot. How often is he in contact with you, the Queen's or the Royal manager there, John Warren? Uh, all the time. Uh, don't speak to His Highness uh, uh, really at all. Uh, just our, when we have a, a, a decent run or a winner. Obviously, he came to Doncaster. But he's a, he's got a busy schedule, much busier than you and I put together, Steve. Been with the royal family for such a long time, John Warren, hasn't he? Yes, he he, he uh, very much part of the late Queen's enjoyment of racing. Um, John was close to the... Uh, to the late queen and uh, managed all her bloodstock well and improved it all and hopefully the king and queen camilla will enjoy uh, the fruits of that uh, hard work obviously they're going to ask you for your view on what you think you <laughs> the horse should do i mean are you really keen about sydney if desert hero um i think i would be yeah but i want to have the horse in pristine condition i don't want to come for the sake of it we've had a lucky run so far down in Sydney, but uh, you know that's that's been because we've been diligent and not sent the wrong horses, and that's really important to me that the horses that come are in good shape and ready to do their best. Okay. We, we don't go into quarantine till towards the end of February. He won't run here. Um, he'll just be trained and then go into quarantine, and he'll gallop in quarantine, and then he'll. Uh, He'll come down, and, and if he comes, he'll do some work, obviously, before he runs in the Tancred. Which is on the 30th next year, the 30th of March. Would you consider the Randvet? Oh, that's a week before, and, of course, then the Queen Elizabeth is two weeks after the Tancred, April 13. No, I think Dubaiana will be doing the uh, Randvet Tancred, uh, Randvet uh, Queen Elizabeth route, and um, this horse will, will do the Tancred. And, uh, who knows what happens after that. With Dubai Honor, he hasn't raced since Champions Day back in October at Ascot. What was your assessment of that performance prior he went around in the Coral Eclipse? He ran okay. He shouldn't have run at, at, um, at, at Sandown. He should have been in a field. But I waited for Ascot and, and it didn't rain and I ran him at um, Sandown. And, and, you know, he was a bit lacklustre. I thought we'd give him a break. Brought him back in the champion. I thought he ran a good race in the champion stakes, actually. He wasn't beaten far. James said he got tired. But he won't get tired when he comes to Australia. He's, we've just been marking time, really.
All right. And of course, uh, we did see him in Hong Kong earlier this year in the format of that race where he ran third. Dubai Honours Outstanding with Romantic Warrior winning recently the big one in Hong Kong. Cox Plate Prognosis was in that race yeah. and he was terrific in Hong Kong without luck recently. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a strong form. Though. It is. So that's Dubai Honour. Uh, there's another horse too I noticed uh, that you're thinking about bringing. Can you tell me just quickly about Post Impressionist? Yeah, well, he was bought by Mr. Williams in uh, from Melbourne, um, Lloyd Williams, and uh, we're planning to bring him for the Sydney Cup. Um, we just need to uh, dot a few I's and cross a few T's with him because he's going to be a bit low in the weights. And we've made a mess of the Sydney Cup in the past. We, we, we have won a couple of Mannion Cups, and then they've not gone on. So whether we should start him in the Sydney Cup, but he might not get in, and I think there's a... 2600 uh, meter stakes race the weekend before the um can't remember what it's yeah, called chairman's. Um, the chairman's handicap yeah so chairman's trophy so if he weren't going to get in the sydney cup he might go for the chairman's but it seems a long way to go for that so yeah. we'll see have you had any horses for lloyd previously never okay never. Well, as you know those so, colors uh, are famous Yep, they're very famous colours. I've been watching him for years. He's had plenty of stuff. He has, like yourself. <laughs> All right, Merry Christmas to yourself and Maureen. Uh, we'll try not to annoy you until you make a decision sometime in February, hey? Thank you very much, Steve.